It's a big day today. Big uh, OnePlus Nord 2 day. We, you and I, we watched that crazy event. That wild ride. Unexpected twists and turns. A phone <laughs> launch with uh, guns and blood and Man, headshots. Man, uh, surprising. Wild. They went there. Wow, they went there. Yeah. Anyway, the reason I bring it up because I still have all the devices sitting around here. So if you didn't catch it and I don't know, you want to uh, potentially win one of these 10 that I have to give away, you can go watch the video on Unbox Therapy, the unboxing video. You just leave your Twitter handle in the comments if you want a shot at winning one. And they kind of look good on set here, having them sitting around. Mm -hmm. uh, they got to, they kind of match our aesthetic in here a little bit. Uh-huh. With the two-tone black on the front. A bit of a, was it holographic color there? The sheen? Did you just call it holographic? What are you working is on? It a marketing department or, it, or something here? What was that? Dot matrix. I think it's just reflective a little bit. Reflective, is it? What is right. it? I think that's all it is. Oh, okay. Anyway, right. what do you got for me today, Will? iPhone 13 Pro to come in new colors, including bronze-like sunset gold speaking of colors that might be holographic right there as far as i can tell <laughs> reflective uh, holographic <laughs> it's all the same of course they gotta come in new colors jeez man they gotta they recently did a whole they did a whole thing because they had a purple one and mm -hmm. that turned into a whole thing mm -hmm. so they care about colors you care about colors people care about colors and I don't know what it is. Some people, they, they just see a sunset gold and all of a sudden they pull out their wallet. Yeah. Is this a nice color to you? Is, so this is, the rumor is pointing at this. It's almost like a, it's got more red in it than I would think if I heard sunset gold. But I guess a sunset has like a pinkish hue to it. I mean, they've had some weird pinkish coral things going on for a while, including the red iPhone, which trended that direction also. Mm -hmm. I think from, from my taste, I would prefer it look to look more like a precious metal, like more towards the bronze aspect, the brown aspect, than towards the red aspect. Huh. But it's very hard to tell from this particular image. In an apparent supply chain leak is corroborating rumors that Apple's higher-end iPhone 13 models could be offered in new colors, new colors like sunset gold, matte black, and pale rose gold. <laughs> oh, man, it never ends, does it, Well, Pale rose gold. Yeah, rose gold wasn't pale enough for me, so. Yeah. They're never going to call it that. Pale? No. no, this is just the way in which somebody right. described the new color. The information was posted on a Korean language message board. Wow, a message board. <laughs> Citing a Chinese supply chain source. Okay. According to the post, the sunset gold color will have a bronze feel. And the rose gold looks very pale. Oh, okay, so maybe you are right in requesting like a bronzy kind of look. Which yeah. is less, less red. They've done almost all of the metallic looks, if you think about it, right? You had the, you've had silver, you've had black, you've had, 
the polished stainless steel type of look and you've had the golds mm -hmm. you haven't had the bronzes <laughs> they're missing the bronzes so maybe now's the time today's the day iphone 13 i don't know this is it has very limited interest for me i it definitely makes the videos cooler when i go make videos about it uh -huh. because then i got something new to look at beyond whatever uh apple tells us are the life-changing features but ultimately for me i rarely go for the more punchy colors yeah the more dynamic colors like as far as on the day-to-day -day, i rarely reach for those mm -hmm. but maybe that has to do with the fact that i put a later case on the phone right away anyway right maybe i need to express myself more well well you should maybe i need a sunset in my pocket uh -huh. today's sponsor freshly i mean the name kind of says it all over here we're mm -hmm. talking about fresh meals and i just noticed something on the website there what's that at the top where you have freshly suggested uh, or selected, there's freshly business over there now. Oh. So all of a sudden, uh, we're getting the meals over here, chef made, in the studio. You're going to start demanding these type of things. Yeah. Can we get this? In the fridge and you just, uh, all you got to do, you heat it up. Look at that. As low as 849. And you can uh, stop eating that unhealthy stuff. Those snacks and the bags of chips under your desk over there. Yeah. There, there's too many. That's cool. We cook and deliver, concierge service, heat, eat, and then back to business. It's lovely stuff. Anyway, I didn't even know they had the business aspect going on. The way this works, it's chef-made meals. They're completely ready to go. So unlike some other services, you got to do a little bit of work. This is no, no work involved. You can order four meals, six meals, eight meals per week. You can see the pricing laid out over there. And just go give them a selection of some of the meals. I mean, look at this. Steak, peppercorn, homestyle chicken. Cauliflower shell, beef, bolognese, sausage baked penne, protein packed chicken parm. I mean, I could go on, but the thing is, when we got the food sponsor, Willie Do gets uh, too hungry and uh, it can cause problems on the show. He can uh -huh. all of a sudden start forget what he's doing over there and gets aggressive and things like this. So, but either way, I mean, this is going to get the appetite going and uh, they're gonna make it easy on you so you can have a nice healthy meal and have it quick if you are stressed if you are tired or if you just don't feel like cooking food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food and i'm never gonna and i'm never gonna stop without one that little tagline right there they provide it's fun freshly offers quality meals without the hard work of prepping cooking and cleaning Right now, Freshly is offering $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash Lou Later. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash Lou Later for $40 off your, your first two orders. It's Freshly.com slash Lou Later to get $40 off your first two orders. You can click the link in the description as well. But look at it. I mean, it's just like what they're really saying with that tagline is just because you want your food fast doesn't mean you can't have healthy food as well. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing here, is that you can have both. The uh, convenience doesn't have to mean that you don't get all the nutrients because, I mean, you read the the list there, the ingredients, you can tell it's more than you're, you're going to get with your typical thing that you're heating up. Mm -hmm. I think we can agree. Oh, yeah. Apple plans under screen sensors to include both touch ID and face ID. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's do that. 
Can we? Yeah, let's just do that then. Okay, good. Under the display, sort it out, solve it. I know it's more complicated when it comes to the face ID stuff. Obviously, touch ID, we can do that. We could, could have done that years ago under the display. I don't know what was holding them back other than maybe the commitment to face ID and wanting it just to be face related. Then, of course, people started wearing masks a lot and right. there were some issues with that. They can never get rid of face ID, <clears throat> right? Because I, the, I guess their ecosystem's tied to it with security, paying for stuff. Listen, I just... Emojis. It feels like the future to me. I, I like the touch thing as well, but the future to me feels like a thing where you can... You have both, where you have the opportunity, these uh, multiple biomarkers to get into your thing, mm -hmm. depending on what's more convenient at a particular moment. So, yeah, I don't... There's no reason... If you're going to add Touch ID under the display, you definitely don't want to lose a feature in order to gain that one. You want to have both. Mm -hmm. But the complication has been around uh okay we're gonna do we're gonna have a, a face unlock the way we want to do it with all the dot emitters and blah 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 so we got to have this notch thing that we've talked about extensively on the show you got to bear the the ideal eventual implementation is figure out a way to bury them Mm -hmm. figure out a way to make them all work the way that they currently do work or at least maybe more of them uh, directly underneath the display so you don't have to stare at them beautiful wonderful technology advancements i mean that would be great but it turns out it's just harder than you may imagine and even the demos i've seen in the past of just a simple front-facing camera underneath the display there are some significant drawbacks at the moment so even though some companies have been able to show off the concept it hasn't been ready for prime time to show up in a dedicated device that you buy yeah what was the model there was a xiaomi model that i showed off this was ZTE. The oh that's a zte that's right xiaomi showed off something similar and you could kind of see the spot where the pixels lived over top of the front facing camera but it actually probably was a little bit less evident i mean i really in this video tried to make it appear with reflections and things, but it was definitely less evident than having a cutout completely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course it would have to be like a dark wallpaper. But up there. here's the thing. In this case, all it was, was a front facing camera. Sure. You could do face unlock with it. But I mean, that's actually not too bad. No, no, but I'm literally trying to have it, the camera pick it up. Right. And the autofocus to pick it up. And it's, it was really not, super obvious but i can see it would trigger some people they'd just be like just just put the whole punch because look at the old old later situation over there old set beauty mode and stuff anyway i guess it would trigger some people that would would say hey just give me the whole punch because i would rather not look at this subtle imperfection mm -hmm. some people have issues with that mm-hmm Anyway, the point is it's not ready for prime time and Apple wants to do more or should want to do more anyways than simply have the camera under the display. They want to get all those other things too. Of course. So it seems like a thing worth working on, but also if I had to guess, I'd say not, not anytime soon. <laughs> Latest leaks indicate that new iPhones may have always on displays like Apple Watch. 
you i feel like you and i've gone back and forth on this before i don't really care that much about always on on my phone mm. the watch yeah even though since i've been wearing an apple watch it's been destroying my battery the always on but the the watch obviously i get the incentive for always on more so for myself than the phone Mm-hmm. The phone is typically in my pocket. I'm not one of these guys often. Like I see where yours is right now. You put it on the surface. Yeah, it's right beside me. You put it on, on the, the surface. You put it on the surface. Why do you put it on the surface like that? Uh, because it shows the notifications and time, which are two pretty important things. I'm just glancing at it right now. It's so important. The clock. I, I don't know what it is, but the moment the pixel had it, um, it just made sense to me. That's interesting. I, and you're not alone, by the way. Yeah. You're not alone. But like, I look at it and think to myself, well, you got a computer right in front of you right there. I know. I hear you. You got seven computers in front of you there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm sure there's situations where you don't Yeah. have seven computers in front of you. Um, obviously, having like some sort of device like a Fitbit or like an Apple Watch on your wrist, it's definitely a lot easier to kind of just look at my wrist. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, just out of natural habit, um, I tend to look on my phone. I just have it on my desk, and it's just natural there. Yeah, and I think the other uh, important thing to mention there is that for a lot of people, the phone is their exclusive computing device. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's all these other devices staring back at them with notifications and sure. things. And then there's the then there's the other piece of it which is some would think that the always on display could stop them from actually booting all the way into their phone all the time when they're yeah. trying to not be too distracted that you could just glance at it uh-huh. if it was truly the time you were looking for or maybe a very important notification mm-hmm. and if it wasn't that then you would just move on without loading all the way into the phone but i could also see that it is quite a distraction too yeah the, you know, at the dinner table and it's just there and you see the notification, it's better to have it like in your pocket or have the screen off. Yeah, in the pocket, you, you could know? it could just vibrate and then not distract anyone else except for you. Exactly. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's a lot going on here, but yeah. either way, uh, it is one of the areas. Of course, you can turn it off if you don't like it. And if you do like it, you can have it there. And it's one of the areas and one of the features that doesn't exist and has ex- on iPhone and has existed on Android for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, once again, not a surprise that we're going to see it or it's it's a leak that's indicating it. But I would not be surprised one bit. Mm-hmm. It shows up on iOS. Samsung announces unpacked event for August 11th with the Galaxy Z Fold and Z Flip teaser. Get ready to unfold. Yeah, I knew about this. We've been we've been talking about this, seen a few leaks and things, and now it's just official. August 11th is not that far away, and actually, their artwork embraces the fact that everyone knows exactly what they're doing, so mm-hmm. they just say what it is and and then just show it in the artwork. So it's the Z Fold three and the, the Z, Z Flip, Flip two. Two. Are we right about that? <laughs> Check. I gotta be honest with you. The the flip is not a thing that I've spent an extensive amount of time with. Out yeah, of the I believe two, it's two. Yeah, we're on two. Yeah, out of the two, I spent way more time with the previous models of the Fold. I'm not sure why that is. I know there, there are some people that love the flip. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I got to do this time around. Invest in it. Learn to love it. 
Yeah, give it a shot. Maybe that's what I got to do. Uh -huh. I don't know. But what I'm most curious about is the surface material on the internal display and whether they were able to achieve this hybrid status that feels more like glass at all. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to be looking for. The event is going to be August 11th, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Any, I guess they haven't officially said it's going to be those two devices, but it's widely expected. Yeah, well, the artwork yeah. seems to indicate such a thing. Yeah. Uh, which of, wait, by the way, which of those two would you be more likely to carry around? The monster that is the fold or the baby clamshell known as the flip? Um, I, I can't get the big devices. Too it's big. Too, it's too a brick. Much. I'll try the, the Z flip. Yeah. So. Yeah, the fold is definitely a brick. It's a commitment in the pocket. It's great in environments where you're just sitting on the couch and Maybe things like home. this. Oh, it's great. Mm -hmm. You unfold it. It's fantastic. Super comfortable form factor for typing and browsing. But you just got to get past the pocket aspect. I think that's why Samsung often shows it off in like the suit jacket or something. Oh, right. Yeah. Because it's just tall and chunky. Anyway, we'll wait and see what they do with this next one. Oh, yeah, OnePlus Nord 2 5G. You just want to do a little recap on that? Or what do you want to do? You want to talk about the event, Will? Yeah, just your thoughts about the event. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was wild, man. It was, I've never seen anything like it. They decided to essentially make like a short uh, dramatization. <laughs> no, like a, not, not a, a fictional story around the device as a entry into the keynote so they they treated the keynote well not not as a keynote really but instead as a a media onslaught and you can go you can go watch our live broadcast on unbox therapy where you can see our reactions in real time we were legitimately we had no idea what to expect other than it was going to be different mm -hmm. and it was 10 a.m our time we were i was half a coffee into it yeah. And I don't know that I was processing it. I was like, they really doing this for a phone? Like you said, once it started getting violent and things, I was like, whoa. Right at the beginning, too. It's like, man, they really went for it. Is it the start of a whole new way of, of launching devices? As people, as there's been this increase in fatigue around whatever the next thing is, do you need to branch out and do something different and i know there's going to be it's going to be definitely a split on how people perceive it that's often the case when you're taking risks mm -hmm. and but certainly for me it made it more interesting and exciting because i didn't know what was going on <laughs> yeah we were uh both lost together like anything could have happened to us at 10 a.m this morning when we arrived to uh to react to that we live event. We definitely didn't expect that. No, it could have been anything. We could have fallen asleep. We definitely did not fall asleep. No. So so that took place. Anyway, as far as the spec is concerned, yeah, it's it's an improvement all the way around. I was a, I was curious about the MediaTek chip, but obviously they showed off some performance numbers that seem to imply it's a an improvement over the previous generation quite significantly. Uh, we did the camera tests, uh, smooth video, uh, and the AMOLED display, uh, 6.43 inches, plus the the dynamic color, the blue haze that I'm holding right here. Though I was a little bit upset that I didn't get a chance to check out the green one with the um, with the fake leather texture. 
Yeah, that it's was, like a forest green. Yeah, that was a, an India exclusive. So I was kind of curious about that one. But all the ones that I have here that I have handled and that I'm going to be giving away are the Blue Haze model, which I guess this is now at this point officially the Nord, the OnePlus Nord color. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, it, key takeaway for me was smartphone events don't have to be what they've always been. They can They can be a lot of things. And I presume that going into the future, we're going to see them actually be a lot of things Mm -hmm. the other thing they talked about which they did not send to us we didn't have this i was kind of surprised but it must not be ready to go the oneplus buds pro and they're coming oh there you go they're coming september 1st so that's why we don't have them yet i guess they'll send it to us Uh, they're going to come in white glossy white or matte black they obviously look a lot like airpods except the stem portion is well first of all it's an in-ear design so even though it has a stem like the regular airpods i guess airpods pro have a short stem too it's the stem portion is in chrome or metal Mm -hmm. and that's the portion you interact with so your hand can quickly recognize the difference between the bud and the control portion just by the texture Mm -hmm. that's the idea there anyway it's a fairly premium price tag 150 bucks but the whole presentation seems to imply that these are going to be somehow comparative to the pro model of AirPods, which are more than 150 bucks. Uh, also, having black as an option is is something that Apple doesn't offer you. Granted, the whole Apple versus... Like, comparing AirPods is complicated because they have uh, a connection advantage when it comes to iPhones with the dedicated chip that's installed. Uh-huh. So... I'm I'm always curious about that. Is is an Apple is an iPhone user really willing to branch out into the into the open marketplace of true wireless earbuds, or is it more targeted at an an Android customer who wants something like the AirPods experience, but on Android? That seems to me, and I'm just guessing, hmm. that seems more realistic to me, but. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you can get it in, in white or black. It's got your noise canceling. It's got your transparency. It has reverse wireless charging. It has really fast charging on a wire. What did they say? Uh, 10 minutes gives you 10 hours. Yeah. Something along those lines. I mean, that's that's pretty cool, warp charge. And then if you turn off the noise canceling and include the case's battery life, 38 hours of listening, listening time, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool as well. So... Uh, it's not anything overwhelming as far as the industry is concerned. We've got to listen to them and see see what that's about. But I have to say with this one, the 149 price tag actually did surprise me a little bit. You I, thought I, it was I, a, a bit out well, of the price range? Well, I'm always trying to figure out the OnePlus, what OnePlus is doing. And some of the things they pitch is premium and flagship. And then they have other things like the Nord line, which is more budget-oriented. And since it was the Nord event... It felt more in the budget direction, but then, because like the phone was listed at 399 euros, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got the buds on the end of the live presentation at 150 USD. So you see where I'm going here? It was uh-huh. kind of two different lines as part of one presentation, but either way, whatever. I mean, ultimately it'll come down to performance, whether people think it's worth the 150 or not. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk says Tesla will let other cars use its network of 25,000 plus superchargers by the end of this year. Oh, that's, that's nice. 
Cool. That's kind. I have questions and I'm curious. Uh, obviously, people would need some sorts of adapters. And would they pay a premium if they did not have a Tesla? Let's see. Tesla reached a milestone of 25,000 chargers worldwide in May. When Tesla first made its charging stations, there was no industry standard. Musk said that on Tuesday. Yeah, you had to have the Tesla proprietary connection and charger, obviously. Mm -hmm. So he was asked a question, and his reply was, that said, we're making our supercharger network open to other EVs later this year. Hmm. We created our own connector as there was no standard back then, and Tesla was the only maker of long-range electric cars, implying that there was no proprietary intent to exclude the other electric advancements that were going on out there. But yet you did that, though. You did that at the beginning, and now you're opening it up. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's... It's still cool, Will. Good for him. Hey, man. You built an infrastructure, and... Yeah, just, just open it when up. When we had the straight pipes on the show, do you remember how big of a deal they were making of the supercharger network saying that it was the reason to get a Tesla, that that was a major drawback for all other EVs? Mm -hmm. So this decision here, what's surprising about it is it's seen, at least by their car enthusiasts, but I'm sure Tesla owners themselves, it's seen as a major advantage and reason to stick with the brand, uh -huh. the existence of the supercharger network. So does this uh, take away some of Tesla's competitiveness by opening it up? Scroll down just a little bit more if you don't mind there, Will. Tesla launched 25,000 in June. The company unveiled a new 3,100-mile charging route uh, from London to China. Yeah, I guess it was just a vague way in which he said it, but sounds real to me. So... Uh, what does that mean? Is is Elon more truly more interested in the electrification at all costs? Yeah, maybe it's just um, embrace EVs in general. How does this help with Mars? If he, if all of a sudden you have the greatest uh, uh, electric charger, car charger infrastructure, and you open it up to everyone else, and everyone else is paying. Mm -hmm. Can you make a margin on that? I mean, if you have the infrastructure, you okay. you also um, can create your own price. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's what I meant right there. Oh, okay. Anyway, so uh, look, I'm sure there's some incentive for doing something like this. The question is the offset. Here's mm -hmm. the incentive for some level of reward for opening it up and then um, the potential drawback that as a company, your own product takes a hit because it no longer has that advantage. But either way, like as just a human, as a human looking at this, this seems awesome. Mm -hmm. By the way, have you seen this uh, video game trailer that mm -hmm. debuts a Tesla truck? No. The Cybertruck. What the, the heck uh, is this? The Roadster. Is this a real video game? Yeah, it's made by uh, Tencent for uh, PUBG. Oh, PUBG Mobile X Tesla. It's a, but it's like an official collab. Kinda. Uh-oh. Elon tweeted about it. He thought it was really cool, but uh, let's check it out. But did he tweet it about it as a joke or like he knew? Okay. This looks official to me. Wow, this looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks great. 
<laughs> so are we gonna have the roadster and cybertruck in the game in PUBG? you can use it um in this article it doesn't say but it's it seems legit it seems like this is well this is made in obviously china yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um it might just be like a china exclusive Oh, they're, they're airdropping the actual vehicles? Yeah. yeah. It's it's fun. I'll take you right to the bunk. What, is that spot? It the, could be spot, yeah. The the robots yeah. look like the spot robot from Boston Dynamics. That's uh, Sarah Connor. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like full out Terminator. Terminator what does this have yeah. to do with PUBG? I'm so uh, confused. I don't, maybe I don't play enough PUBG, but has it gone ultra futuristic or something? No, no. I'm guessing this is just like a theme. The dark is coming. Now's the time. Now or never, just go for it. Mission complete. It's been an honor to save the Huh? Elon Musk posts insane new Cybertruck 2021 ad, full version HD PUBG mobile exit. I, it's, I, it's, I don't know if any of this is real anything, Will. Well, he tweeted I'm about very, it. I'm so. very, I'm very confused. Okay, I created this CG short together with Infinity for Tesla X Tencent Games. The second time two tech giants collab to bring the coolest EVs into Game for Peace, which is the Chinese version of PUBG Mobile. I see. So, so there's obviously some sort of collaboration there. Yeah, just, between Tesla China and the company that makes Game for Peace, which is Tencent. So this this to me looks like it's just like a promo one-off. The short was created and shared on Twitter by nutty it was created for 10 cent games in tesla china but more importantly they want musk to like the tweet or retweet it fortunately musk went out of his way even above and beyond probably since he's a huge fan of video games so it got retweeted by elon which is what they had hoped for it seems like mm -hmm. a, a a dedicated piece of content and it hasn't it doesn't seem to me that you're going to be able to have these vehicles in the game however I don't see why not. If Elon likes it, I don't see why you couldn't do something like that. Because mm -hmm. that would be cool in-game. Mm -hmm. Get your hands on that stuff. I mean, they have racing games and all the cars are in those. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it'll be fun. So unique. That's an interesting find there, Well, Yeah, it's a fun take. Chinese Tesla Challenger X-Peng prices its P5 sedan from... U.S. 24,700 after subsidies as battle for EV buyers intensifies. That price keeps coming down. Mm -hmm. Competi competition is for real, particularly in China. There's a lot of brands to choose from, including Xpeng. There's a look, I guess, at the P5. It's nice. Two-tone, black roof, um, uh, white and black all over the place. Got some flashy rims on it. You, could, you might spot Willie doing a P5. You never know. Don't mind that. 
Xpeng Motors has priced its upcoming P5 sedan from as low as 160,000 won, which is US 24,700, to lure thousands of price-sensitive domestic buyers heating up competition days after Tesla unveiled a cheaper version of its all-electric sport utility vehicles. So Tesla's they're driving that price down. Their mm -hmm. Model Y dropped to what? The runway leader. Oh, oh. I saw it right there, actually. It was in the article. The runaway leader in the premium EV segment offered a standard long-range Model Y at 20% below its long-range version earlier this week. So around 200000 by the looks of it mm -hmm. in local currency. So very close. And, of course, that applies pressure to the other brands to be competitive and to either get to at least that price or to even go below it. That market, that, I guess that's the biggest market in the world for EVs at the moment. Also, tremendous selection over there and kind of a battleground for the future of EVs. And Tesla's made big investments, not just from a sales and marketing perspective, manufacturing perspective, even talks of potentially designing a model specifically for that market. Mm -hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, but it is hot over there. Mm-hmm. Amazon's new world is brutally bricking RTX 3090 graphics cards. Have you heard about this? The most powerful GPU in the world has been brought to its knees. I like the 3090. I'm a fan. Yeah. Well, just don't play this game then. <laughs> what? It might brick it. What? How does a game brick the GPU? Um, I've just been reading some articles that it's some sort of programming error where it would try to render like over 90,000 frames or 9,000 frames. Whoa. And then uh, it just short circuits the video card. Um, apparently it just short circuits the EVGA variant. So. <laughs> no, I don't have uh, any of those. Yeah. Wait, do I? Yeah. No, no, no. I have 3070. 30, okay. I yeah. have EVGA 3070. 3090 I have is. MSI. MSI. Wow, okay, you're, you're, you're smart, okay. dude. You know what's going on. Wait, can can the people that have an EVGA 3090, can they update the firmware to avoid this or anything like that? Uh, apparently, there's no known fix for it just yet. Okay, don't play the game. Holy cow. Uh, it's a real brick, like a brick brick, a dead brick? Yeah, it's physically <laughs> short-circuiting. Oh, my God. So it's a hardware issue. That is terrifying. Those cards are not cheap. Yeah. People who use, oh, sorry, just scroll up a little bit because it looks like other ones might be affected, but not to the same degree. Reports in the New World subreddit indicate that trying to launch New World while using RTX 3090 will sometimes cause completely fry. Oh, my goodness gracious. The issue seems to be affecting EVGA 3090 more than other GPUs, though it's worth noting that people who use other versions of the 3090 have also reported problems with overheating and power spikes. Mm. So probably just lay off completely. Yeah. Is this a cool game, though? Is this so uh, something you would play? It's a MMORPG. Um, Is that a yes or a no? <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. But um, Easy. It, it looks kind of cool. Make the know? time, it's Will. Just, uh, Tell Otis to wait. <laughs> you got to play your MMO. Yeah. Um, what? So it's not that this game is so graphically intensive. It's a bug. Uh, yeah, I believe it's a bug. Okay. 
world. Amazon New World. I mean, I like the name of it. Sure, yeah. It sounds Seems cool. Very open-ended. Yeah. A lot of room to move around and it's not like super demanding on a PC. I see. It's just somehow it, it glitches out. Yep. All right, stay away then. Yeah. Don't take the risk. All right, last one. Last Did one. Did you uh, see this one that was trending recently? This pilot losing control? No, I have not. Uh, do you, do you want to engine. set it up for me? Um, so this uh, student pilot, he was flying solo, um, just like a, a test, but his engine cut out. And uh, he, obviously there's footage, it kind of shows what uh, procedure that he did. Um, and yeah, you, you can kind of see it. It's it's quite frightening. Let's do it. Panic uh, inducing. So right now he's just uh, contacting air traffic control. And um, it's interesting to kind of see the protocols that he does. Like on his plane, which is... Uh, yeah, it's very scary. Especially with the I know. Very suspenseful. Okay, it's coming back and I'm losing it and I'm over residential area. I don't have a lot of places here. I have pitched for altitude. So you can kind of see the propeller just slowly choking. It's like moving in and out. But apparently, like this, I found this detail to be interesting. Since he's a student, he entered the squawk code wrong. And uh, it's supposed to be 7700, which is like uh, an emergency. Distress. But he typed in 7500, which is a hijack. Whoa. So I, I, I thought it was like, whoa, that's that's really I cool that uh, I guess either, they have codes for either this. Either of those for the ATC, yeah. is I an emergency. No uh-huh. Yeah, so the engine's you. just completely off now. Roger, I'm uh, looking for a field here. I'm gonna try and he's in. slowly descending down. Well, I guess as he just slow as he's he just can. floating right now. Yeah. And he finds this perfect field that just happens to be open. No one's there. Goodness gracious. And he, he just tries. He just tries his best. That is a nice field. I'd be so uh -huh. happy to find that yeah. field. Oh, thank goodness for the field. Actually, quite a, kind of a smooth landing too, actually. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I was really surprised that it didn't, like, go bumpy. Or didn't like land in no, such a I mean, dramatic he, angle. This is the this is the importance of not panicking or freezing, and mm -hmm. under that type of circumstance, like this guy pulled it off by remaining somewhat calm. I mean, he put the wrong code in. Yeah. You see, you see a thumbnail right there. Don't panic. Yeah, panicking gonna really help you too much there. Mm -hmm. I mean, panic a little bit, but not too much. Just being like a student pilot as well. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. engines in the air. I was messing around on a gliding around on a sea do recently, and I'm like, man, if this thing breaks and I'm in the middle of the lake, that's going to be a disaster. 
Uh-huh. I'm going to have to, what am I going to do? Yeah. All, all the way out there. But water is one thing. Air is another. Air. 